0: Hi, this is Jeff. If you have any interest in supporting this podcast, you can visit patreon.com backslash evolving podcast for more information. Thank you. listening To Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast, a podcast dedicated to being inconsistent. Uh, but this is actually, I'm actually kind of consistent, sort of, right now. T- today, today's episode is the third in a, a series of solo episodes I'm doing with the guys from the Tastemakers episodes. Uh, those are episodes where four of us get together and kind of go in a circle and just recommend stuff we like to each other. Kind of like show and tell, but you can't see anything, basically. And those are always fun. But there's since there's so many of us, we're not able to. I don't. I, I was like, it'd be fun to just talk to each one individually and kind of just pick a topic. And uh, I, I, we. I think um, it's they're they're good. all th- three of those guys. They're good at you know just talking on a microphone and stuff. So we we have fun conversations. S- so uh, this week I have James Baker. And he recently went to, on a trip to Japan and I, I know a little bit about it just from like Instagram pictures of our mutual friends who went, we'll get into all this stuff, but uh, he's going to, it's going to, he's going to kind of tell us about his time in Japan and uh, I'm going to just kind of try to ask the right questions to sort of get it go, going, I guess. Did you have anything else to say before?
1: No, that's perfect.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: well, I, I will I will apologize at a time in case I uh, get a name wrong or that sort of thing. Or if anybody who's more familiar with the culture and I say something that's not 100% correct, I apologize. I It's also been a few months. I think I was... Got back at the beginning of April. So I've slept since, since then, basically. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, I probably will not remember everything as well as if, you know, we had done this, like, two months ago. But
0: I'll try my best. I was going to tell people (laughs) listening, like, I'm taking pictures. Like, basically, the way this is going to work, I think, is James brought a box of stuff, kind of like souvenirs, I think you said?
1: Yeah, mostly. Um, I even, some of the stuff that I've actually had, like, on my desk you know that I just kind of snagged and put in the box but it's mostly just uh well you'll see
0: yeah if I'm going to try to take <clears throat> as many pictures of the objects as I can as we go through and I'm going to put them on my Instagram uh page like with when I put this episode out so if you're curious you can probably find that if you're listening to this then you probably know how to get to my Instagram page so there'll be kind of a visual element if you're in, if you need that the deep anyway.
1: cut, the deep dive in Japan.
0: Um, I guess we could... So Okay, so I was going to... You went with a group. How many
1: <clears throat> of you were there? There were nine of us, I believe. Oh,
0: nine. I thought it was like six or seven. How did, okay.
1: No, I believe... I, I remember the number nine. I don't want to go through and say other names because whatever. That might be weird. But uh, yeah, I think it was like nine people.
0: I know B. My friend, our friend BJ and his wife Catherine were there, and BJ was on this podcast. I think he's uh, episode four. If you're curious, that was a few years ago. James is counting in his head, like making sure he's
1: got that number right. I'm not going to count. I I keep losing count (laughs) in my head. I'm pretty sure it's nine.
0: (laughs) And this was like a. I remember before y'all went, you kind of had it was like a you you'd been like, do you want to go to Japan? And I was like, I can't afford that. I was like, Yeah, I want to, but I don't. Neither That's did kind I. Of like, I
1: couldn't afford it either, but I still went. So <laughs> <laughs> just pulled the trigger on it. Sometimes you just gotta just gotta do it. It's
0: like a once in a lifetime kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to go, and um, you know, I'm not seeing anybody right now. I'm not married, and well, a lot of the guys even the guys that were married were going just by themselves. So it was kind of like a bro centric kind of a trip. I mean, there were some, you already mentioned Catherine and uh, Larry brought his girlfriend, Lisa. So it wasn't like it wasn't completely male dominated, but you know, it was that kind of vibe. It's kind of like a guy's trip. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh,
0: I'm going to add another question. Now I'm trying to, you, you mentioned that you'd always wanted to go. I was just wondering like about kind of, uh, your interest in Japan, like kind of in a general general sense, or what? Well, what?
1: Uh, I mean, I think I've always liked um, Japan. I think you know they, a lot of their stuff that they produce, like in pop culture media, kind of permeates over here, and we it's good. Vice versa, like you know, I mean, the U.S. has had a huge effect on them as a whole, and they they're kind of like a mirror. They're like you know of our of our culture and society, like, you know, but from a Asian, through like an Asian sort of type of lens. But uh, I guess the earliest thing I can remember was like the Karate Kid Part 2. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okinawa. My, my, yeah, right? yeah. my brother really liked the Karate Kid, and that was something that we watched a lot growing up. And so that was probably my first exposure to it. And then, of course, playing a lot of video games, you know, a lot of video games from, from Japan. And then, I guess... <laughs> What really kind of like got me into it was like I would assume a lot of people was the anime Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. that's sort of like the gateway drug to that sort of realm and then movies like Akira and things like that and um you know uh Miyazaki films like Studio Ghibli, that sort of thing. Um, it, it's just, it's something that's been a part of my life you know ever you know since my childhood and I've always wanted to go so I finally got yeah. to do it.
0: <clears throat> it's cool. And we want to hear, <laughs> we want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I've never been, I'll, I probably already said this, I've never, I don't know if I did. I've never been to Japan. I would like to go. I like to, sometimes, uh, I think we, I mentioned this on a Tastemakers episode. I would be like, I watch these like YouTube videos of people just wandering around in like Tokyo. And it, it seems like such a like <laughs> otherworldly type place. Like yeah. You're like, it's.
1: I don't know. I we think... did we did not behave badly like some of those people that you mentioned <laughs> might have. Oh, oh okay. Americans tend to get in trouble over there whenever they're posting stuff on YouTube for laughs and that sort of thing. But we were oh, very we, were, we were very respectful, or at least I was. I tried to be.
0: Um. So, all right, let's get into this whole box thing. I'm kind of curious.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna. It, there's no real organization to it. I mean, um. You might pull out one thing, and there might be something else in the box that's related to that same thing. So,
0: am I pulling the? Yeah, you, oh. you
1: you go for it, man. I like I said, okay. this is just kind of like a. Here's the choo- choose for, your for the
0: ASMR people. Here's the sound of the. Yeah this this is a oh, this I, is this.
1: Uh, a post box from Japan actually. It Actually says GP. I took a picture
0: on. of the box if you want to see on my Instagram. Ooh. Ooh.
1: So you can just grab whatever strikes your fancy, and I will. Run my mouth about it.
0: Okay. Let's see, I wanna start we'll start small with this little thing. Oh,
1: that thing? Okay, well that that is the character is known as the Yellow Devil, and he's from the Mega Man series of games. I know you like oh, oh, yeah. you're a big Nintendo fan. But what more specifically, he is came inside of a gotcha pawn. Like machine or I, I I it's basically you know like you go to like a places like CC's Pizza or whatever and they have like those fifty cent toys or whatever mm-hmm. you put your money in you put put the coins in then you turn the dial and you get something out of it they have a lot that's like a whole culture over there is like like the collectathon like miniature like almost I guess McDonald's Happy Meal kind of toys you know and um I got uh. You could spend, like, an entire day just, like, gachapon hunting if you wanted to. Like, if the, if you're really into that sort of thing. But I, I believe I got that in Osaka. And, um... It's not... It's not Denton Den Town. It's it's one of the other, like, really cool, like, um... Shop, shopping districts or whatever. But they had, like, a whole... They had, like, rows and rows of, like, gachapon machines. And, um, I chose, I only got two. I got one out of this machine, which out of all the characters, I wanted the yellow devil. So I got lucky. I was like, I oh, want, oh. I want the yellow devil, yellow devil. And like, sure enough, whenever I put my money in, that's the one I got. Um, you know, Mega Man would have been cool too. Which like game
0: is he from? I don't know. if I, I think, think I've only from, played the second I think he's one. he's from
1: Mega Man 2, but he's oh. one of the more famous ones. Like he's like, uh, when you do like. The boss rush at the end of those games when you when you you're trying to take down Doctor Wily or whatever you're in Wily's castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's one of the guys you fight. Like where it's just oh, like okay. boss after boss after boss yeah. that sort of thing. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a Mega Man fan. I could be completely wrong about that, but I know he is like towards the end of the game, and I believe it's Mega Man Two. Cool. But anyway, yeah, he they just comes in like this little. Like a uh, plastic egg type of thing. Kind of resembles like an Easter egg. It's not not really. But, you know, you know, when you eat candy on Easter, you open up your Easter egg. And you said I could have this? No. No, I'm just You cannot have that. <laughs> None of the stuff you can have. Um, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, I'll, like, let you, you could maybe I'll let you keep something. I don't know.
0: No, I'm, I'm joking about that.
1: <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, that's that's just a gotcha pawn. Um, cool. I got him and I got another one, but I gave that to Cole. But I won't go into detail about that. But gotcha pawns are cool that is a gundam Um, we went to um, a mall in an area called Pallet Town and you have to cross what's called the Rainbow Bridge, it's in Tokyo but it's like a district of Tokyo and there is a giant one to one scale Gundam outside of it. And I can show you a picture of it if you want. Oh you want, sure. You want to see the thing? Yeah. Um and this thing washley on a, it's kind of like a cuckoo clock. Like like every hour it does like a little show. But the are one of the reasons why they have this giant like life size Gundam outside is because inside the mall they have a Gunpla store, which is basically it's okay. Like you don't have to. If it comes out of his his hand, then we'll just fix it later. But uh, yeah, so they have like a they have like a Gunpla store, which basically it's like a Japanese robot store. Oh, okay. And uh, (laughs) I mean, it looks like like a Voltron
0: or kind of thing. Yeah. Or that's what.
1: Um, and um, this thing will light up, and like it'll actually like morph. Like maybe I can I can show you that video if you want. Of it changing. Oh cool. But um it's super intense. And uh I sound like a nerd in this video, by the way. So I apologize. <laughs> Internet might not be strong enough. I am okay, here we go. This this might be good. Anyway, but like uh there's this giant one-to-one Gundam. It probably stands about at least two... Like, three stories tall. But uh, it's like, you know, if Gundams were real... Yeah. And they existed on Earth, like, that's how big they would be. Like, if you could jump inside one... And, like, fight other Gundams or... Maybe even a Kaiju or two or something. But, uh... It, it was just something... It was just... I, it was like... I didn't actually get this one in Japan. I got one... That looks like uh, the one in the video at the store mm-hmm. but since then i kind of it's kind of turned into a hobby of mine it's kind of like uh, I guess three-dimensional Legos and I don't even know if that's I mean Legos are three-dimensional but like it's if Lego Legos weren't made out of just blocks that's sort of what it's like to build one of these things yes. they come in uh, the you on the video. Yeah, it's me talking. I'm probably saying awesome or something stupid like that. You said yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. That's the kind of mood I was in. I was just geeking out the whole time. But um, (laughs) yeah, so like you just you buy, you just Google it. You 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 search for gunpla, and there's just these kits, these little model kits, where uh, you cut out all the different pieces out of these plastic gates. You know, you have to even have like certain tools in order to do it. But they don't need glue. They just sort of snap together. And then uh, at the end, you'll have a little guy like this, and they come in different sizes and quality. This is just like your standard high grade, is what it's what it's called. So it's it's like on the lower end of the spectrum, but as you can see, it's still pretty detailed. Yeah, yeah it is. I built this guy first because the one the gum the gun ply I got of that thing is called a I believe it's a master grade. So that's like super intense you know you kind of like need to know what you're doing before you take on something like that it's not impossible you could do it that could be like your first one you could ever made and you'd be fine but you might not you might like have little minor imperfections like building it it, yeah like you you might make a mistake or two while making it or you could ruin a a part by accident just because you're ignorant and how to build one but anyway uh (laughs) that's that's what that is did this loop already or is it still going yeah i think it did yeah i know there's me saying awesome again um but anyway i i got i got into Gunplob building um it's kind of like you know there's like adult coloring books i view it as like adult legos and i like action figures so
0: so you built this one here
1: yeah i built this one It they like i said they just come in all of these just come in like little plastic features and you Pieces and you have to like assemble the legs first, then like the torso and the arms and the head, and then the weapons. And it's
0: kind of like a super detailed action figure. Yep. You kind of build it piece by piece. And that's it's
1: like cool. a little Japanese robot thing. And looking at them on my shelf makes me happy, so that's why I buy them. You know, call call me childish, what if you, if you will, but I I enjoy it.
0: I want to. This <clears> one I feel like I want to save.
1: Yeah, you you th- you might want to go for like some of the pieces of paper down here, because okay. if you go for all like the stuff at the top, maybe maybe we just set all this stuff to the side first, and then. Okay, is this? That is just a cho- shopping bag from um. I went to Tokyo Disney in Tokyo Disney see and that's just. You're a big, like, Disney... I am. I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt right now, actually. But uh, that's just something I kept because, you know, I don't know why. They gave me extra bags whenever I was buying, like, T-shirts and stuff. They're just like, here's two extra bags. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just put it <laughs> in my suitcase and brought it home. My brothers are really into Disney, too. So I thought maybe they might might like it you, or something. You had
0: talk. I mean, on, I see the D- Disney Sea... C- are you, I know you had gone on that. Yeah, let me see. In one you. of the epi- in one of the episodes we did with the tastemakers, you talked about your Disney uh, cruise that you went on.
1: I did. Yeah, you're right. I did do that. Uh, so here's actually He's like a, world a guide board. map for Tokyo Disney.
0: But um, did you say you got to go into D- Disneyland or did you just walk by it or? No, I went there. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: you can't really do, it would be kind of out of the way to just go shopping how long were you, you know. guys over there um well the group i went with went for about 10 days i decided because i wanted to go to disneyland and nobody else really did um that i would stay an extra week so that's basically what i did oh, <laughs> my, wow. my extra week i spent a few extra days like in tokyo but I spent like um, three and a half days, mainly just kind of three days total, I guess, um, in Tokyo Disney and Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, that's really about all much. If I, if, if anybody was curious about going there, you probably only really need about three days. I mean, you could, if you absolutely want to do everything and savor everything, you could do it in four. But um, when you go there... Um, Are you talking about the
0: Disneyland or the whole
1: of tokyo oh i'm talking about disneyland i thought we were talking about disneyland like the two parks yeah yeah the tokyo disney sea and tokyo disneyland uh if any yeah if anybody wants to visit either those parks um that's what i would i would recommend you probably only need about three days to see everything but um whenever i was buying my pass there's the whole language barrier thing and i'm like hey uh so I, i this is me talking to like the teller guy he's japanese man And uh, he doesn't really understand what I'm saying. I'm like, so if I get like a three-day pass, could I extend it to four? How hard would that be? And he's like, so you want a three-day pass or a four-day pass? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, sure, just give me a four-day pass. (laughs) Because like he didn't understand what I was saying. Like I was saying, he probably understood me saying three and four, and that was about it. Mm -hmm. But um, that's another thing. Um, It was not that hard to to communicate with people there. Most people, uh, if they know a second language, it's usually English and especially if they're like if they're working like a profession like um customer service that sort of thing they are trained to deal with people that don't speak japanese and tourism is really big over there so in general most people understand you you know like uh, especially if like i said if they're you're at a restaurant or something like they they understand english and they know how to take orders and that sort of thing but uh you know like food orders not like I'm ordering you around but <laughs> but um yeah so um but yeah that that more specifically about the parks I'm kind of rambling here but uh, Tokyo Disney Sea is great like that's I've never been to a park quite like that in terms of like the um, the immersion and like the facades of the park like mm-hmm. it's so detailed like every it's kind of like Epcot Because, like, there's, like, you know, like, if you go to Epcot, there's, like, different countries you go to. Mm -hmm. It's not really the same where it's, like, it's mostly, it's more fantasy-based than that. But that's kind of what it feels like. It's, like, every part of the park is sort of, like, got, like, an entirely different motif to it. And um, my favorite part was a um, Jules Verne part of the park. Because they had two rides. They had uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And they had a uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth ride. And the, the theming in that part of the park is, like, the best theming I've seen, like, probably out of any park. Hmm. I mean, maybe Harry Potter might be close to it. But um, I I loved I loved being in Tokyo Disney. Sea, Tokyo Disney proper, uh, like, it's more like the Magic Kingdom or regular Disneyland. Um, it's okay. But a lot of the rides are the same. And most of the rides that they emulate over here like because they have high mansion and they have pirates of the caribbean they're, they're kind of like less detailed you know than the than the rides we have here but um i loved uh their Frontierland because they still had the canoes i think that was something that you could do with the original disneyland you can actually get in on the water in canoes and like paddle around mm-hmm. the the river or whatever and uh, you could still do that at Tokyo Disney. And uh, I had kind of a goofy moment. Um, um, whenever I got in the canoe, I was really concerned about pulling pulling my weight, so to speak. You know, like I wanted to row really hard, but I ended up splashing some people behind me. <laughs> and the guys that are like in charge of like steering the canoe, you know, like they do most of the the heavy lifting in terms of steering and paddling or whatever. They even they are like they kind of like motion to be like hey uh, come down a little bit you know <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting your this isn't this is supposed to be a wet ride you know that sort of <laughs> but uh, yeah no but that that it it was a great experience I'm glad I went um, I'm a, I'm a fan of Disney parks and things like that so it was cool to go that's cool okay I, I, I talked enough about Disney I'm I sure took it, a
0: picture of the map of the Tokyo Disneyland I, or. I think the first part not the seat. No. Yeah, no,
1: I think I think I have another one in there somewhere but Oh, it's okay. We'll we'll come back to that later if we want to. Okay.
0: Um I'm trying to think of which one to
1: There's still all this. I almost stuff want, want you to.
0: to pick the order. I don't know if there's like a
1: story or No man, you, you, you just go for it. Whatever you want to do. Well, wow, there's like a bunch of paper in here. Yeah, some of them are Uh, just receipts and stuff. (laughs) Let you talk about that? Sure. What is this? I think this is... Okay, so this is uh, one of my favorite things we did on the trip. This is a map of Kinosaki Onsen. It's like an onsen or like a spa town. And so...
0: I might have seen a picture of this on BJ's Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's on um, the northwest sort of, you know, like Japan's kind of like a, uh, whatever, like it kind of, kind of has like a crescent moon type of shape or whatever. So it's for, sort of like in the middle, like on the northern part, like in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, but Japan's known for its natural hot springs, right? Because it's basically the entire island is just one big volcanic rock sort of thing. <laughs> This is a bunch of, it's just a series of volcanoes basically, and people decided to build houses there. But, um, yeah, so like the natural spring water comes out of the earth and it's, it's essentially naturally hot because you're, you know, because of, like I said, you're, you're basically near, uh, dormant volcanoes, you know, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go is like a, there's like a dormant volcano somewhere nearby. But, um, yeah, and you just go in like a. I'm not really non despised. I don't, you know, get manicures and pedicures or anything like that in my spare time. But yeah, you just, you go in and it's like a bathhouse. And it was kind of weird because you had to, you have to be naked when you're in the bathhouse. But thankfully, a lot of them have a lot of steam in them. So, like, you know, you don't have to look at anybody's business unless you're really tr- unless you really try or try to and you know i wasn't so i'm glad i was thankful for that i
0: didn't see these pictures <laughs> on bj's instagram <laughs> yeah
1: uh, i think you get in trouble if you brought a camera in to those type of things but like it's it's actually kind of um you know i was kind of nervous about it first because like nobody wants to necessarily do want to do that sort of thing with with your friends get naked in front of your friends but once once you Dude, it's like, it's basically just like being like a locker room like at a gym or something like if you ever had to take a shower before or after going to the gym it's kind of like a similar atmosphere it's just sort of a lot of those insecurities and sort of things sort of melt away like and,
0: popping each other with like towels and stuff no no, no that, that's
1: no. that that would be disrespectful <laughs> but i'm pretty sure but uh yeah no it was so relaxing because our trip was like a busy trip to say the least we were doing like a lot of uh, hopping on and off trains the whole time and visiting multiple different cities. And that was sort of like in the middle of the trip where we had some downtime just to relax. Because, you know, some some vacations are just the relaxing kind where, like, you go to Hawaii or the beach or something and all you do is just sit, you know, and lie down in the sun, that sort of thing. And then other trips, like, if you go to New York or something, you're constantly going to shows and seeing the Empire State Building, or the Statue of Liberty, and you're constantly just shuffling around. Mm-hmm. Uh, our trip is more like that, where it's like we were, we were kind of just doing like the the greatest hits of Japan, and so we were we traveled to like, we went to Tokyo, we went to Osaka, then we went to uh, Kinosaki Onsen, and then we went to Kyoto, I think next, and then we went back to Tokyo. So we went to like four different cities. Oh. So. Like I said, it was nice to just sort of sit back and relax and just sit in those really awesome like like some of them are are more natural, but it's actually kind of just sitting like in a jacuzzi. Some of them actually have jacuzzi jets. It's all natural, the natural spring water, but like you can literally like go to different parts inside the little pool area and they can just spray jets of hot, soothing water on your back and things like that, you know. To sort of just massage, you know, massage your muscles and make you relax. and That sort of thing. How
0: long did you say y'all were there?
1: In that um, city or town, we were only there because we only had a certain amount of time. I think really the type of trip that we were, were going to do, we probably should have stayed an extra day in every city we went to. But that one, we, we got there in the afternoon and we stayed there for one night and then we kind of stayed until the noon the next day. So we we're only there for like a day basically. But we once we got there you go you check into your hotel and a lot of the hotels actually have those onsen baths in them too so you can use the one at, inside your hotel if you want. But some of them actually don't aren't technically legitimate it's bathhouses because of like the the city code or whatever they're not allowed to like it has to do with like the piping and that sort of thing, but um, yeah. And you you check in your hotel and then you put on like the traditional um, Japanese garb. It's not a gi; it's something else. That's one of the things I was I was worried about that would get the name wrong. But it's basically it's like you just put on um, you put on a pair of underwear and you put on like Japanese traditional ropes. like the sort of thing you would see like a samurai wear. Yeah, whenever I think I, I think that's what I saw yeah, the picture. whenever he's not like in armor, you know you know you don't walk around in full armor you just wear like the stuff that they wear would wear like you know in their leisure time that sort of thing but um and so yeah we were just walking around Kyoto and that sort of thing it was just super dope and we uh they even give you like the wooden shoes to wear with like the the two little stilts yeah 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 and so like that's what you hear when you walk around Kyoto is like the clopping of like the soles on on the street you know like the wooden soles on, on the on the street and the the pavement and the sidewalks that sort of thing, but uh, it was like I said, super relaxing. Great uh, change of pace from the rest of the trip. Whenever we did, went everybody
0: time. else was did everybody else feel like that was kind of a highlight? Of-
1: uh, I mean, um, yeah, I know, I know. Aaron really liked it, and I think BJ liked it. PJ and Catherine really liked it too. Um, yeah, everybody liked it. I don't know if, if it was their favorite thing. That was one of my favorite things. But um, I can't speak for everybody else. Yeah. We even had, like, a J- traditional Japanese dinner that night, too. So, like, we had just... We went to, like, one bathhouse, came back to the hotel. And it's, like, the kind of thing where, like, you sit on, like, the the bamboo flooring. And, like, the, the chairs are, like, on the ground. Like, they're not... Like, they don't have legs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, a chair. Like, a padded pillow with, like, a back to it. And then we, like, crab legs. And it was so good. It was, like, a full like crab dinner after like being completely relaxed from like going to the onsen baths and everything but also awesome. yeah it was cool
0: okay uh I'll get some more of the paper stuff man there's so much stuff
1: up like I don't <laughs> that you I can talk about that if you want it's kind of do you want to talk about this <laughs> Oh, this? Well, oh, oh. I, I went to a movie theater Because this is whenever I was by myself And I was kind of like I was really tired Towards the end of my trip So like the last week I was there like After everybody left and I was by myself But I it was cool because I had complete and total freedom It wasn't like vacationing like, By committee like For the most yeah, of the yeah, trip yeah. it was Which was fine in it's own way But like um, I doubt anybody would want to do that you know i wouldn't even like try to convince somebody to do that you know but i was just tired and like i just wanted something i just wanted to sit down for two hours and it's like well i haven't I, I maybe i should go to a movie theater maybe i yeah. could just see like a movie in japan and uh that was one of the hardest things i already talked about like the language barrier but that was probably the hardest interaction i had to do on my, to- my, my entire trip there was like ordering a movie ticket really because they had all they had was like the, they had like the normal kiosks that we have here but all of those are in japanese so i couldn't use one of the kiosks so i had to actually go up to one of the um people behind the counter um and i was like i, I just i just motioned to my chest some like american english can you please help me <laughs> buy a ticket? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And she she's like, oh okay. And then she like she went and she grabbed a folder and it just had a bunch basically just had a bunch of like movie posters and like you know stuff and written in Japanese next to it. So I just went up the poster mm-hmm. and like she she like I said she there's like maybe like maybe one movie per page. And as soon as she turned the page to that, I'm like that please. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that. And then she's like. And she was making sure I understood. She's like, "It's only, only in Japanese." And I was just like, no "Don't, don't worry." Yeah, and she's like, "No subtitles." I'm like, "Don't worry." And I like motion to my eyes. I wasn't being racist, trust me. But I, I, you know, I was doing this. I was like, "Don't worry, I can see with my eyes." <laughs> that's, it looks all, that's, like all, a, that's all. That's all I need. I,
0: I'll, 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 I took a picture of it, but it looks like uh, extreme, extreme like, female, girl anime. Like, yeah, it's it, like it's like, like a kid. It was a
1: kids' movie. And I didn't. And it was one of those things where, like, uh, what is
0: it called? Do you know? Like I, in English? I have no
1: idea, dude. I mean, I can I can give you a basic summation of the plot, but it, it would probably would not be that entertaining. <laughs> you're either. like, and
0: I don't even know if it's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I said, it was a kids' movie, so it looks cool. You could understand what's it looks, happening.
0: It looks uh, exciting. Like it would. It looks like it would be fun to from what from the picture on well, the front. It looks It was like.
1: also like interactive, and I saw it with like there was like a bunch of kids in the theater too. So that made it be like extra entertaining and actually gave it some more context. So it was happening because I don't know if they have it on the, the poster, but like this must be some kids show in Japan and they sell merchandise like most kids shows do, but it was basically they sell these kids, these wands with like a star at the end of the wand and the star will like light up. And during various points of the movie, like I said, it was just like the Care Bears. The characters would turn to the audience and speak to, to the like the kids directly and be like, We need your help. Please like take out your wands and like all the kids were like like doing like, you know, figure eight That's motions cool. in the air with their wands and they're like going, Yay, yay, we help you, we give you love and, and hope, that sort of thing is what they're doing. They're just sending out positive vibes to the characters in order to give them strength. And so they can muster enough magic to defeat the bad guy or whatever.
0: It's interesting, like, <clears throat> as, like, American or, like, a Western person, like, mm-hmm. to us, like, the, like, Japanese culture is kind of exotic and, you know, mm-hmm. but to them, I, I don't know, I, I wonder what it's like for yeah, them if all that is, when all that is so just normal. It's that's weird, like, like,
1: yeah, a lot of the stuff, of course, to your average American would just come off as being humorous. And I remember somebody, I remember hearing somebody talk about, like, a show. You know, have you ever heard of the show Fist of the North Star? Like, that anime? It's usually just, so. It's about just dudes punching each other. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really violent. <laughs> but, like, it comes off as, like, cheesy and, like, comical to us. But over there, like, if you actually talk to a Japanese person, I'm pretty sure they would, their reaction would be like, no, that's very serious. Like, you know, like, the way, the way of the punching is a very serious art form you know that sort of thing and so like yeah you're right like different things can be interpreted wildly different ways depending on you know if you're american or if you're actually from japan
0: <clears throat> okay i'm gonna this one almost seems like a get to it like a thing you'd look get to last but i'm gonna do it now okay uh i feel like i've seen this before it's like a i'm taking a picture too but
1: So, that's a character from uh, Spirited Away, and I'm drawing a blank on what the name of the character is, but um, in Spirited Away, there's all these spirits. They go to this, like, um, fantastic and magical bathhouse, so, like, and a lot of this has to do with, like, you know, uh, Japanese religion, like Taoism and, like, Buddhism, that sort of thing. I forget. Um, what... Like like I said, you know I've been to Japan. You think I would know this, but um, that's the spirit that the main character. He uh, the main character has to confront confront it. But like, uh, let me just show you. So its whole thing is that if there's something wrong with it, I don't know exactly the context, oh, okay. but uh, its whole thing is uh, it tries to give other characters money. I think uh, it's called No Face. Yeah, that that's that's the name of the character. It's No Face, and uh, and I'll I'll put this in, and it should be obvious what it actually is. So it's a piggy bank. It has like a, it's has it's holding out a, a tray, and you put uh, your spare change in it. And you press down on the plate, and then he opens up his mouth because that's what he does in the movie. He kind of turns into this monstrous, monstrous thing that's just constantly consuming everything. And like uh, I already mentioned, that like it tries to, it tries to offer you gold, and if you accept the offer of gold, it will then eat you. And <laughs> it, it's it's weird. Like I said, I don't, I probably don't understand the exact all the cultural significance of it, but I love Miyazaki and I love his films. I love the way they're animated, but um. Anyway, you, uh, so just don't take money from this thing if you ever see one. <laughs> Otherwise, it might eat you. But, like, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. I, th- I feel like
0: I've, I don't know. Maybe I haven't, I've seen some of his movies, but I don't know if I've seen that one. I feel like I would remember that.
1: <laughs> I, I wanted, I was looking for something exactly like this. I knew I wanted something like No Face. Um, and, I guess we'll get to that later, but we'll I'll, I'll, maybe I'll jump back to that later on. But uh, we'll let you get further in the box, and then I can okay. more or less finish that thought. But I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna find him, but then I did, but just not at the place that I thought I would find him at. Oh,
0: that was just two different things.
1: So yeah, uh, when like a, we went to Osaka, um, me, Aaron. You know Aaron, BJ's brother? Yeah. Uh, his friend Sean from high school. Well, he's everybody's friends, but... Um, and Jeremy Holmes. We all went to see a sumo wrestling competition in Osaka. And it was, like, one of the major tournaments. Because they have, like, a circuit that they go through every year and they have a schedule. You know, and this, this tournament takes place here on this date, blah, 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 and so on. That tournament takes place on that date in this city. And we saw the major tournament that is held in Osaka every every so often. And uh it just so happened to be the week that we were in Japan. So wow. I got to see legit sumo wrestlers compete against one another. That's awesome. And so yeah it just looking at like the, the map of the arena, that sort of thing. And I think I don't think this is the. Now I didn't get a program. I got like, basically like a little poster, promotional type thing that they were handing out when you walked the door.
0: Is that what that is?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. it, I didn't actually get a program because they were they're all. I have to take pictures of everything. I probably should have actually, but I just I don't know. It was all it was written in Japanese, but they gave us that, and I felt like that was good enough at the time, I guess.
0: That's cool. I mean it's cool like artwork and
1: yeah and the stadium like they had a big mural like that similar to that uh, on the way in so like you oh, wow. you saw like the like this all this wonderful art So like detailed of, yeah about you know sumo wrestling as you're walking into the stadium and that's another thing like um they worship super or sumo sorry they worship sumo wrestlers kind of like we would do you know, basketball players or, like, football players. Like, people that go to, like, training camp for, like, the Dallas Cowboys. Like, mm-hmm. that's how they are acting towards the sumo wrestlers as they are like, walking to and from the arena or to and from the locker room. There would be, like, like two rows of people on either side of the hallway, like, basically just, like, waiting with, like, their cameras out. You know, that sort of thing. Or maybe they had something to sign. I, I doubt one of the sumo wrestlers would actually sign anything. But that's how they were acting. It was, like, people waiting on the on the outside of the field outskirts of the field like at the Dallas Cowboys training camp like that was basically uh, how excited people were and they all everybody had like their fav- favorite wrestler or whatever that they would follow that sort of thing
0: did they walk by in like these fancy suits and like sunglasses like kind of between
1: <laughs> no they they were all they are already like uh, they already had their gear on so they didn't they weren't walking like in plain clothes they were already like you know oiled up and ready to go I don't know if sumo oil up or anything but they are all wearing their uh their their nail diapers or <laughs> like i said like it's, it's yet another thing that i can't remember the term for but um yeah but yeah it was just it was just so interesting to see how a lot of the they were like older too it was i, I remember seeing a whole lot of like really young people being that excited but i remember seeing like a lot of elderly men and women being like mm. really you know um intense about the sumo wrestlers, you know, and hoping to catch a glimpse of them walking by. That's
0: interesting. It's so <clears> kind <throat> of a like a generational kind of yeah, thing maybe, in a way.
1: Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure.
0: Is it too early to get to this?
1: <sighs> you can get... this and, is I mean, what? I know
0: this is like a Pokemon thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, you you found the Psyduck. We went to that's a legitimate Psyduck from Japan. I know you can probably get something like that's here and it's basically the same thing. But um we went to one of the Pokemon stores which they call Poke Centers in Japan. Oh. And the one we went to, it was in Tokyo, and I think it was the newest one in Tokyo. And it was called uh, It was like the Tokyo Poke Center DX or something, just because it was like slightly bigger than the other one or something. But, um, yeah, I uh, this was, like, one of the last nights I was with the, the rest of the main group. And I knew that I was going to be on my own for about a week. And I was like, I need a travel companion. <laughs> so we, we just, just so worked out that we went to the Pokemon Center that day. And that little guy uh, basically, like, strapped into my backpack. Because I usually had a backpack with me whenever I would go out. Just to sort of keep things in. Well, yeah, okay. uh, I, I put him on uh, my backpack, I guess similar to what like maybe a, a teenage girl would do or something <laughs> in high school. I don't know. I don't know what the kids do these days. But a funny thing was I lost him. And it was at Disneyland. And I was about to get on. I was waiting in line to get on Space Mountain at Disneyland. And then all of a sudden I get approached by like, this group of like young teenage boys and all of a sudden one of them handed me their fast pass. And like, if you know what a fast pass is, it's basically, it's like you get to jumped to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand it right away, but they're basically like, Hey, do you want to jump to the front of the line with us? Wow. And I, could, I was probably the only American guy in the line. So I guess that's why they picked me. But, um, during the course of all of this, I got out of line. I took the fast pass and I was like, thank you. Thank you. And, um, He must have fell off my bag as I was getting on the ride. But uh, the funny thing was, uh, I basically became like their American like tourist mascot or whatever for the time I spent with them. Um, There was like it was like there was like five of them, and um, they were just like super. They were real really friendly and they were excited I was there with them for the brief amount of time I spent with them. But like uh, as we were like about to get on the ride. It's funny because, you know, Japanese teenagers aren't all that different than American teenagers. You know, you can sort of pick out the different personalities, like the dominant ones or like the funny ones or like the the shy ones or like the nerdy one. And there was one guy and he was like being his body language was like was very timid. And he was like he was obviously scared to get on the ride. And like he was like, we were basically at the point of no return. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, looking at the exit because there was, like, the side exit so that you could slip out and not get on the ride if you wanted to. And, like, he was motioning to his friends like this. He had his hands like this. He's like, no, please, please, no. like. (laughs) And I basically, I was, like, behind him. So I put my hand on, like, this, like, on his back like this and I slowly pushed him towards the front of the group, you know, like this. (laughs) And then all of his friends cheered. They're like, yeah! (laughs) Like, so, like, If they didn't like me already, like that, that I definitely won them over with that. Like me, you know, giving their friend courage or basically forcing him to have the courage. And then he started crying. He hated you, but the rest (laughs) of him. He didn't start crying, but like, you know, he didn't know what to do. It's like, it's like I, I, um, whatever it's called, um, I completely removed any chance of him saying no to get on the ride you know it's yeah. like you can't say no the american guy wants you to ride the <laughs> ride you know that's what did I, he end
0: up enjoying himself
1: i think he was glad he did it like most people i think are whenever they you know if you're afraid to get on a ride most the most of the time it's because you've never ridden a ride like that before and once you do at least for me uh, you, you're like immediately glad you did it, you know. You know yeah. afterwards. I don't know about him. He might have been sick to his stomach. I don't know. <laughs> but I think I think most people feel better, or at least they they're proud of themselves for having enough courage to do something like that if they're afraid to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so. That's cool. But That's anyway, a nice story. I I so I lost him on the ride, and then I basically. I got upset because like he was my travel buddy. I actually got I actually got a little upset. It's like no no, Psyduck, he's my friend. He's gone, and so I had to. I went to guest services and like they're really helpful. It was like one of those uh, some some of those things. Well, sort of, basically some people refer to this kind of thing as like Disney magic. It was one of those Disney magic moments where like, the staff there were really helpful, and they they hunt the The hunt for my Psyduck was on, you know, and they he's they're not he's not known as Psyduck over there. I think he's known as Kodaku. How did
0: you communicate the, what you were looking for? Like, do you have a picture? Oh, or the, uh,
1: I had a, I had my phone, so like I, I I showed the picture on my phone. But the woman I spoke to at the guest services she spoke she spoke fluent English, so oh, okay. she knew exactly what I was saying. But uh, like. She like got on the phone and she was calling. She's like she asked me to retrace my steps. I'm like, okay, well, I got on the Honda mansion and I was on this ride and this ride. And I told her I was on the last time I saw him, I think was right before I uh right before I got on Space Mountain. And so she just called somebody at Space Mountain and I'm, like, We found him you know? <laughs> and so I just went I, I just went back walked back to Space Mountain and waited for them to bring my side out to me, so
0: you embraced yeah. kind of spun around and <laughs> i i, I know that. it
1: sounds cheesy but like when you're when you're in yeah a foreign country and you're by yourself yeah. and you know stuff like that can get to you like i was actually i kind of teared up a little bit whenever i got reunited with my side duck
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny it was kind of a link to
1: yeah and and then he was not allowed to uh, be attached to my backpack anymore. I, like, crammed in my backpack. I'm like, you're in jail now, Psyduck. You're not allowed to be free. You're going
0: to America. Yeah, you're coming you're back. Yeah, you're, you're moving co- to America. Basically,
1: that's what I thought. I was like, I thought to myself, you're coming back to America if you like it or not. You, you're you, not going to Don't stay. Don't give me any gruff. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> There's a lot of paper in here. I'm-
1: yeah, I mean, uh, that's a good one.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, cool. This is the studio... Ghibli yeah, so museum.
1: yeah, there's the animation museum, oh, animation awesome. muse- museum, and um, did the thing? I- okay, yeah, don't don't forget about this, this lithograph thing. Right? Oh, okay. So whenever when what, the, what that is, what you're specifically holding is whenever you go to the Ghibli Museum, they have like good. a short film that, for the most part, you cannot see anywhere else but at the Ghibli Museum. So they have like. I don't know, maybe like maybe close to anywhere between like 6 to a dozen, I guess short films that you could probably see depending on what what time of year it is. You know, d- dictates which one you get to watch. <laughs> but that's the that's basically my ticket stub for seeing the short film that they are playing while we were there. And uh that's just the brochure and like the map of uh The Ghibli Museum. And that's a great thing uh, to see. Like, you're not allowed to take pictures of the inside. But on the outside, they have this thing. Mm. They have a life-size version of this thing that's from the movie Castle in the Sky. I can show a picture of it. I'm standing next to it. If I can find it. But, uh... I got this at the gift shop and it's a music box. So this was sitting next to my bed, like on my nightstand, but I brought it here. Oh yeah. Here it is. So what movie did you say he's from? Castle in the Sky. Okay. So here is me standing next to the life size statue that they have at the Ghibli Museum. This is like There's, like, three floors, and, like, this is basically, like, on top of the roof. There's, like, a little garden, and they have that robot. Um, I forget the name of the character. I've only seen the movie once, but he's, like, definitely one of the most memorable parts of it. But, uh, and they have, like, you can go through, and it just has different bits and pieces about the history of the studio and, like, how Miyazaki animates his movies... And, like the different techniques that they use, and just all the wonderful art from all the different movies that they've made over the years. He's basically like the Japanese Walt Disney, you know. He's he's that important of an animation director.
0: Um, I know, like Disney is like kind of distributes their movies or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, they yeah they don't own the movies, but yeah, I think when they're that might not be That's true cool. anymore, but oh, okay. for for time. I they, they still could they still may, may be the distrib- distributor I don't know but for a time. They definitely were, <clears throat> but uh, so like, I went to the gift shop and I got that thing, and I was looking for this, but it is kind of like a kids' museum, so something like this with like the teeth and everything. Might this have been, is the. Um, this is no face. Yeah, from, from earlier, we were talking yeah. about him earlier, and I I was I wanted something like no face, but they didn't have anything like this there. Probably because it's a little maybe a little too scary for kids or something. It that just makes it sense. didn't fit the vibe. Like the, the vibe there is very sweet and wholesome. Um and it's mainly for like younger kids. It's it's actually designed for like kind of like a jungle gym in certain parts of the area where like, you know, someone with a smaller body could easily fit into it. A lot bigger than a lot easier than someone as big as me, for instance. But uh Anyway, uh, I didn't find this guy until we went to the Kinosaki Onsen town. And they just had like one of the shops you go to. I was wearing um, all my garb or whatever in the middle of the night. And we were walking around the town in between going to the different bathhouses. And we found this Ghibli store. And this guy was there waiting for me. And so I, I, I had to grab him. But it was like, it was just really cool. Like, I wish they had a store like that back here. Just such like a store filled with just Ghibli stuff like that that you could go buy.
0: Okay, I'm just curious. Cause did you did you keep it all like in the in a box like when you were traveling around? Did you just show no? It in I
1: like- mailed most of this stuff back. That's why oh, I have oh, this box. Oh okay. So I probably spent like a <laughs> uh, probably over a hundred dollars on shipping just just wow. mailing most of this stuff back because I didn't have enough space in my. I basically just had like a tote bag that converts into. backpack you know like so i just had like a really big like basically about the size of like a camping backpack i guess you could say but um yeah i i mean i had some extra space for souvenirs and things like that but all this stuff was like a really big bulky boxes so i had to ship most of it back home wasn't that big of a deal i just uh i went to like probably three or four different japanese post offices oh really (laughs) yeah
0: that sounded like it was, like, its own kind of whole Yeah, because,
1: like, I probably got... Uh, yeah, um, in fact fact that you mentioned it, um, Aaron and I actually had to, like... We had to race to make our train to get from Osaka to get to Kinosaki because I wanted to mail some of this stuff before we went. They actually had a mail, actually had a post office in Kinosaki, so we didn't need to do that. But we almost pissed her train because... I had to go mail some of this stuff from Osaka. But uh, that was a whole other thing. Trying to get a taxi to get to the the train station was fun. That was another little adventure. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a hat that they give you oh. whenever you go to the focus center? I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, they... Basically, uh, they give you like Burger, St- Burger King style paper caps to wear. Like it's like a basically it's a visor of like Pikachu's face. <laughs> That's cool. And um, I was wearing that while I was the Poke Center is dope, man. Because they have they play like the Pokemon theme from like the video games and like the TV show. And there's all like they have like digital screens of like. That show video or like screen caps from like the Pokemon games on the Game Boy and things like that while you're there, it's just super. You know, just indulgent for like a Pokemon fan. I mean, I never pl- I never played the card game, but I did enjoy the Game Boy games. So that's, that's where my uh, appreciation comes from. But
0: I I, w- I, I think Pokemon came out like in this space in my video game life where I wasn't really playing. Mm-hmm. And I, like I just, I just missed it. Yeah, it, for me, I think. But all I, the people, like you're a few years younger than me, and I feel like a lot of people you're Yeah, age if if I had connected, if, with.
1: if I was like a year older, I probably would missed the boat. Like even me playing it on Game Boy, I felt like I probably was a little too old to be playing it. <laughs> but like I liked the mechanics of it. It was like an R- it was basically like an RPG. You know, it was like a cha- Japanese RPG where you just use. Instead of having a character like Cloud from Final Fantasy, you use Pikachu, you know, instead. Yeah. And then you have, like, a list of attacks. Yeah. So. <clears throat>
0: All right. Is this just, like, a... That's just, just a... Just the tag?
1: That's just a... Um, or that? That's something from the Sumo Wrestler. And this is just... This is just, like, a receipt from, like, the post office. This isn't nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> but I just kept it in there because it's got... I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably throw that one away.
0: I'm like, what is this receipt? Um, is this another...
1: Uh, what is that? That's something from Osaka Castle. So, one of the major tourist att- attractions in Osaka...
0: I might have to split these up over a few Instagram posts, I just
1: realized. (laughs) Uh, Let me try and show you. Uh, So while we were there, it was like at the beginning of spring. So the cherry blossoms are about to start blooming. Yeah. um, Around Osaka Castle, there's a bunch of cherry blossom trees, and they're beautiful. And uh, I'll just let you look at some of them you want this is one that was one of the things that I did on my week by myself so there's Osaka castle right there and you can sort of see some of the trees but oh that's awesome. if you want to start flipping through them you can it's one probably one of the nicer pictures
0: yeah, I took. Almost looks like a puzzle or something or postcard or something. let me see that looks like one of those things you you take a picture from any angle and it looks like a postcard like it just oh
1: wow! so like you can if you want to click on one or something you can but that's just rows and rows of pictures of cherry blossom trees but was this song that
0: movie lost in translation did she go to this place
1: no, they mostly s- spent time in Tokyo. I don't think they left oh, Tokyo. Okay. Osaka is like a three-hour train ride on bullet train from Tokyo. I
0: remember. I just remember her walking through something. It might not have been like cherry blossom. Yeah, blossoms, have, have cherry
1: blossom trees in Tokyo, but like um, not quite like the ones in those pictures. Right. You'd probably have to go somewhere a little bit more remote, not in the city, in order to get something like that. That's cool. Cr- that's pretty. That's nice. But that was really cool. I mean, the socket. So, the Sokka Castle, they um, used to be castle, where royalty lived, obviously. But um, they've converted into, like, a museum. So, um, that was... Maybe that was one of my regrets of the trip, was not reading up about Japanese history. But one of the coolest things they had was, like, um, there's this really famous battle... Or like all these different Japanese um, feudal clans or whatever had a big battle. And um, and it was for fight of the control of the city. You know, like there was like this the castle was like under siege or whatever. But they have... <clears throat> there's this giant painting. And the painting is so detailed that most... Like pretty much all of the combatants actually have detailed faces to that actually resemble... Like this person, like they actually know each individual person oh, on the battlefield, like what their name was, you know, what their family lineage and whatnot, and so forth, so on and so forth. And so they have the big hand painted mural, and then they also have a, like a diorama where they have like all these different, like, extremely like detailed figures or whatever, and like diagrams of this, of the castle during that time period, you know, that you can look at. These are all just different exhibits that you would see, like, in most museums, you know, about famous battles and sort of things. But it was just, like, if you're, like, really into Japanese history, that was the place to be, you know. I kind of just enjoyed it, like, on a surface level type of thing. And I was, like, really tired (laughs) whenever I was there. I'd been on my feet for, like, you know, like two weeks, you know. And so I'm just like, okay, fine. That's like one of you the know?
0: problems with a vacation like that is that you're yeah. trying to soak everything up and yeah. experience it and, and, it, and enjoy there's it only, for what y- it
1: is. Yeah, there's only so much information that you can absorb, you know. And But you got a lot of pictures. Yeah, I got a lot of pictures. I'm like, oh, look, souvenirs and stuff. Oh, that's beautiful. I guess I'll take a picture of it, whatever. You know, like go on to the next thing. How and many it. pictures did you take?
0: Uh, he's he's I got his iPad here and I'm like scrolling through. I
1: took a lot. Um you know we'd probably be here all night if I went through every single photo and described it to you but uh you know I'll talk as long as you want me to man
0: well I don't don't want to give you a place to kind of kind of relive your experiences sort of and and also like I
1: haven't I didn't really actually talk about this that much whenever I got back like nobody nobody was really all that inquisitive well, it's interesting,
0: like <laughs> I don't I mean for me, like I've I've never been to Japan. I I know a little bit about it. I know so I know like so many people are into anime. Like I'm mm-hmm. not a big anime person, but I know a lot of people who are like crazy, the, crazy. A, a, a it's m- like a vast whole, majority whole thing. of
1: it is not very good.
0: <laughs> I have heard that too.
1: <laughs> I mean I have my favorites. You know, of course, that's a whole other you know, can of worms.
0: We could maybe save that for another episode. Where I'm, it's an, it's one where I'm just like I don't know anything about. I know what we means, kind of. Yeah. But that's about. That's a, and I watched a couple. I have watched a couple animes recently. Okay.
1: Okay, so this was the first thing I did. Uh, the first day, I was on my own. I went to this place called Hakone. And it's about... It's also another onsen town. Kind of like the one I talked about before. But this one's closer to Tokyo. It's only about like an hour away from Tokyo by train. And um, what I did was I just... You take like a regular bullet train type of thing to get into the town of Hakone. But once you're there, it's like nestled in the middle of like some mountains. So you can't take a bullet train straight into a mountain. You know, like that's impossible so you'd have to switch to like more of a trolley style kind of a train and the tracks like there's like a series of like hatchback tracks that kind of like go up the side of the mountain and so you like you'll be going straight you know you'll be facing one direction and that's the direction the tracks you go on and then then you reach the hatchback and then all of a sudden you're going back in reverse and you switch tracks and now you're going up reverse up the mountain in a different direction. And so you do like I mean like a series of those until you actually reach the town. And I did what's called the Hakone Circuit. So can can you hand yeah. me the map? If I look at the map, I'll be able to better remember. Oh, okay. So um Wow,
0: that's a cool uh, map. Like Yeah. So I love the just the the work that goes into all these like brochures and stuff, you can tell they yeah, put so a lot this of thought is, into
1: it. So this is like this is where I'm talking about. This is like where you take like the main train stations to get there, and then you have to kind of like make your way back up the mountain this way. And the Kone circuit, you can do either like a clockwise, a clockwise motions, or a counterclockwise, counterclockwise motion. And um, you buy what they call the Kone Rail Pass or the a Kone Day Pass. Excuse me. So that will cover all of your transportation and it'll actually give you discounts into various different tourist sites while you're there so you can write and you can so you can use like like bus you know boat and um and the word escapes me like uh like the suspended rail car lines or whatever what are those called where like you're dangling from like a like a, a monorail, a, a, a wi- or a wi- you know, you're dangling from a wire, like you're like in a carriage, oh, okay. and you're d- you dangle from wire, and they carries you over the mountain ropeway, yeah, ropeway wire, sort of thing. I um, anyway, but this. like this is what I did. I, I took a bus from the main station and I went to like the Co- Kone Open Air Museum. So it's basically like this really cool museum that has a bunch of like sculptures and paintings that are nestled within. The natural beauty of like the mountains and it's basically meant to like create like this sense of balance and the art sort of accentuates the natural beauty of the the skyline and the mountain ranges that you're you know all the the nature that you're surrounded by and so I did that and then I took a bus down to here basically I went from like here down to here basically and, um, there's, like, a, a shrine there. Like, it's just, like, a Japanese, like, Shinto-type shrine. How big is the?
0: Is this, like, a whole city, kind of? Or It's is just it, a town.
1: I, mean, I don't know how big it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it okay. looks like
0: a... This, this picture looks almost like a, um... Like if you went skiing or something. Like a yeah, mountain no. resort type.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely... I've never been skiing, but, like, yeah. You are in, like, in a mountainous-type region or whatever. And, uh... Is that where Mount Fuji? Yeah, so you can actually see. Oh yeah. Mount Fuji, if the, the if it's on a clear day, you can actually see Mount Fuji sort of like over. It's not actually adjacent to it, but like you can see it like off in the distance. I didn't actually get to see it because I was too. Uh, it it was too it was too cloudy. Yeah, and that might be over there actually. But um. I just could have did sort of like a clockwise motion around Hakone and I saw a shrine here and then there's this thing called the Hakone Checkpoint Museum. So like uh, whenever merchants would travel their way around Tokyo, Hakone was one of the places that they would have to stop and like have their goods inspected sort of thing. So, and they've recreated what this checkpoint would have looked like back then during like the feudal days oh, in Japan. And that's just something you can see. You can see what what it was like whenever people were using, transporting goods by horseback, that sort of thing, through the town. And I went all the way around here. And I think right around here is where I got on a boat. And they call it the the cruise or something. I forget what it's called. (laughs) But, like, you're basically riding on, like, a Peter Pan-type pirate ship type of a boat. It's, like, really ornate and decorative. You can kind of get a better idea for the feel of it right there but like you get on this type of boat that basically feels like you're like on captain hook's pirate ship or whatever and you get a better look at the mountain ranges in all the different mountains that you're surrounded by on the water and so like i said the, the county day pass covers all your transportation so train bus boat and then once you they take you to all the different sites by boat they lead you a pick back up here and then you get on, you go to the ropeway station. And the ropeway station will take you up and over the mountains and sort of basically kind of lead you back over here ish, over the mountains. And some of these mountains actually, one of the mountains that we went over became active recently. It's not like, hmm. uh, it's not spitting out lava, that sort of thing. It's not erupting, but like you can smell like. Like, the sulfur is in the air, and you can smell the sulfur in the air, and it's all, like, steamy. And, like, I'm sure if you got near some of the 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 shafts of steam or wherever, you could get burned by it. But I, you're not allowed to get that close, obviously. Um, but... Yeah, I was I actually rode a, a rail car, like a ropeway car, over one of the active volcanoes while I was there. Hmm. I, could sh- I guess I could show you a picture of that. But, uh... That was just a little fun day to myself, just going all around Hikone. Um, just me and Psyduck, seeing all the different sights.
0: Did you, like... What was it like being alone over there? Like,
1: I definitely have a lot of uh, time to think and reflect. Yeah. Um, it it, was, did it was it, just, was it just was just scary
0: kind of, at all, or did you feel kind of... Yeah, I, I was
1: like, nervous about it. Um... I don't know if I ever got scared, but, uh, let's see, here's, here's the ropeway picture, but that's one of the reasons why I got Psyduck. It's like I, yeah, yeah, if I ever needed some extra courage, um, he was there to keep me company. It's a little different. Like, um, the, just the transition was probably the, the most difficult part about it because you're there with friends. And then all of a sudden you're there by yourselves, and then your friends have already gone home, and like you're sitting in your hotel room, thinking like, man, I could have been home already if I just got home. You know, it's like kind right. of you kind of get homesick every now and then, you know. It's it like, sounds man.
0: like a strange dream, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it was like that. It was very dreamlike being in that. Um, I didn't experience, like, culture shock like most people do because I was already so kind of obsessed with Japanese culture already. So I kind of knew. And I had watched a lot of videos about the various different places I was visiting. So I wasn't, like, floored by it like some people are who've never been to, you know, or it's their first time in a new country or whatever. But, like, um, you know, it's not... When you're by yourself, you know, you just have to look out for yourself and you are on your own. So it can be kind of lonely. And I mean, I did get kind of lonely sometimes, but, um, you know, I had plenty of things to keep me occupied. And like, like I said, you know, we already talked about that. It's one of the things I've been wanting to do for years. Mm -hmm. And, um, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to get an opportunity to go back again. I might not ever get to go back, but, um, I wanted to make sure I did, you know, X amount of things before I came home just in case. You know life happens and i never got never get the yeah. chance to go back you know that's awesome
0: <clears throat> do, is it a i know you're you're saying you don't know if you'd ever do you, is it a place you think you could ever live like do you think you could yeah i, I could probably live there
1: but um they you know they're very um what's the word um What's the word where you're afraid of other... Xenophobic. They can be very xenophobic of even Americans over there. So, like, it can be very hard to um, get earned citizenship citizenship over there. It's, it's probably just as rigorous as it can be for somebody wanting to, you know, become a citizen of the U.S. You know, you have to go through. There's, like, a whole process you have to go through. And you can't just go over there like most people do and teach English or whatever like English is a second language and expect to be able to stay there for as long as you want like eventually they're going if that's all you're doing is just teaching English eventually they're going to be like okay you need to leave (laughs) you know that sort of thing Mm -hmm. like you've been here for you've been here for four years that's enough it's time for you to go that sort of thing you kind of have to be like you have to show some sort of exceptional ability you know in order to stay there or like uh, you have to demonstrate extraordinary value or you're offering something that they can't get from anybody else. Cause like I said, there's there's all there's always, they're always going to have people that want to teach English over there. You know, that sort of thing. They're not, they're not starving for teachers, you know, doing that sort of thing. So you like, could be you,
0: like, look, I bought all this stuff. See, I should, you yeah. should let me stay here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to be like a musician or something or maybe work in the video game industry, that sort of thing. Maybe work on television. I don't know. Um, in order to, I guess, maintain citizen status, citizen status, um, but, or, and of course, like having relatives that are from there, I'm sure that helps too. They would probably be able to help you out in terms of what you would have to do in order to make that sort of thing happen.
0: Okay. We're going back into the box. Okay. Wait, this is the one we already looked
1: at. Oh that, you wanna talk about that? Oh wait, no, that's just the, that's just my ticket stub for the, the sake Museum. Okay, so that was one of the first things we did. Like the second night we were in Japan, or in, in Tokyo specifically, we went to this thing called the Robot Restaurant. And the Robot Restaurant, it's one of the most touristy things you can do. I, I feel the, like
0: I've seen something.
1: You've probably seen something from it. It's one of the most expensive things you can do, but it's all that doesn't mean it's not worth it. That was like one of the most memorable things I did while I was in Japan was going to the robot restaurant. and uh, first of all, it's basically like um, medieval times for but Japan. It's like instead of seeing knights fighting in front of you, you're just seeing a whole bunch of Japanese type stuff happening in front of you. <laughs> and they call it the robot restaurant, but you don't they don't give you a meal. You have to pay extra for your meal. <laughs> it's like you just pay to get in and you just entertained for like, you know, over an hour of just all of this crazy stuff. And they basically pack you in like sardines too. Like you're not comfortable. I was like elbow to elbow with I think Lisa and Aaron was sitting on the other side of me. But a funny thing happened um, because it's like a celebration and like it's a big party. They have the moment where like, is it anybody's birthday? Is any anybody celebrating their birthday with us tonight? and I think BJ like pointed to me he's like not me but that guy over there him and then they both like like, there's like these uh, you know very attractive Japanese women in like gaudy outfits looking at me with like bug eyes like it's your birthday <laughs> and I was like uh yeah yeah it's my birthday and so they're like oh my god it's your birthday and so they like did later on in the show they did this whole thing for all the people celebrating their birthdays and they came up to me and took my picture along with everybody else. You can see most of the people that were on the trip with us sitting down. Uh, as you can see, we don't we have drinks, but we don't have food. <laughs> but um, it's basically just like this big neon, electric, light up parade, and like I said, just it's a whole bunch of just anime and Japanese stuff happening before your eyes, and it's all. It's very musical and it's very loud and it's a very it's a giant show. It's a feast for the eyes. It's cool. like it's almost like sensory overload. It looks like. Um, but it's great. It's awesome. I I, I I definitely recommend it if anybody wants to go. It's expensive. It's like eighty bucks, like seventy, eighty bucks for to get in. But it's like one of the most memorable things you can do. And it definitely does kind of feel like a tourist trap, but it feels like a tourist trap that's worth it, you know? Right. <clears throat> but, um... Th- I, all,
0: these, all this stuff is so... I mean, you could just look at this stuff, like, forever. Not, <laughs> You know, there's so much to look at just me, on these things we're kind of zooming through.
1: Yeah, let me try and find... I think it's, like, a video of what the outside of it looks like like you could probably google it later just google robot restaurant you could probably find tons of great stuff that you know demonstrates what I just described maybe this isn't saved here hmm yeah, I'm not seeing it no here it is so this is what the outside of it looks like It'll probably take some time to load. So imagine that, but like dialed up to 11 once you're inside. So <laughs> very flamboyant, like musical numbers, and it's usually people dressed up as robots or like aliens. Or anime characters. Probably my favorite part of the show. Because there's like three different... They almost tell like three different like miniature mini-movies. Like there's like three different narratives that they remember them telling. And like one of the narratives was like aliens had like invaded Earth and conquered Earth. And there was nothing but just like mutants I guess left. And But there was like this kung fu like panda. (laughs) That type of guy. And it was basically just this dude like an... I guess and like an outfit similar to those inflatable um, dinosaurs you see people wear, like the T Rex. Except it was just like a big panda. There was this dude like in this big bulky inflatable panda and outfit, and uh, they beat him up. Like first, of all, he shows up and he's like, "I'm the hero and I'm here to defeat you." And then they like basically knock him out. They punch him in the face and like he runs away and he cries. But then he comes back. And he's, like, super angry, and he's got, like, angry eyes, and, like, his face is all red. And then he just, like, beats the crap out of them. He's like, oh, you got me really mad now! And then he just, like, starts, like, knocking them out with, like, one punch, like, one by one, that sort of thing. That was awesome. Um, But that's the only thing... That's the only concrete thing I can can remember. (laughs) Because everything else, like I said, is just sensory overload. But I do remember the angry panda getting really mad and then beating up like all the bad guys or whatever in that part of the show. Which is really really it was really funny. <clears throat> okay.
0: This looks like a movie.
1: Uh yeah, that's another that's just another brochure from whenever I went to that movie theater. Oh
0: okay, okay, okay. From earlier.
1: The 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 kids television cartoon show. This is another that's probably just my oh. ticket. I had to buy like a ticket in order to get to Hakone, so I had to show that to be at the train station. That was another thing, like, um, um, getting around the train station. It might seem like that's if if you're ever considering about going there, but that's like your primary mode of travel. Travel is uh by train. Google Maps is great. Like, if you oh, just yeah. have Google Maps on your phone, it'll tell you exactly where you need to go. It'll t- usually tell you which stop you need to take, which line you need to take. And there's some other apps that that are out there, like if Google Maps doesn't work. But Google Maps works, like, 90% of the time anyway. So, but, like, on the off chance that it doesn't, there's usually... I forget the name of the other app that I used just as, like, a backup to sort of look at which which stop my train would be at. But it's actually really easy to get around those train stations. they they very... Um, User friendly, and they usually all the signs are written in English. They usually have you know Japanese first, and then English second. Sometimes I remember being English first, be like English hmm. first, and Japanese. Um, but uh, you know, when you're with nine other people, it'd be it'd be kind of frustrating, you know, because it's kind of like a like a like the mother you know duck leading like the trail of ducklings or whatever through the train station. So hmm. that was one of the things we had to do when we were together as the group. But whenever I was by myself, I was like actually kind of relieved. I'm like, man, I don't have to keep like looking over my shoulder to make sure we haven't lost anybody, you know? Because that's what you do when you're with a group. You don't want to leave anybody behind. But um like I said, whenever I was by myself, it was actually kind of uh oddly satisfying getting to like navigating through the, the train at your station. Own pace, yeah, moving on pace and be like, Oh, I need to turn right here. Oh, I need to find all the signs for that. I'm going there, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, but it was it was like I said, it was kind of fun. Oh, that's just more Hakone stuff. Oh, this is... Oh, okay. This is that checkpoint museum, I believe. Yeah, this is a... This is, like, basically how, like, they renovated and, like, recreated, like, uh... Made it look more authentic, I guess, for...
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So, whenever you're in Hakone and you visit that museum... It's just talking about what all they had to do in order to I guess like I said make it more historically accurate
0: I'm taking pictures of all this stuff
1: <clears throat> well keep keep on grabbing I, I, I pretty much covered I think pretty much most of what I've done oh that. <laughs> Oh, that. Oh, yeah. I remember. So, um, I spent a fair amount of time, one of the reasons why I so I could go, um, in what are called capsule hotels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, I already mentioned it. You know, I am i was there traveling by myself. I wasn't there with anybody else. So, I didn't have to worry about... I only had to worry about myself and... In general, I was pretty much okay with just like, okay, I don't mind sleeping in like a little tube, you know.
0: <laughs> did everybody do cheap. That when everybody was there? Uh, we
1: we did that, most everybody did that when we stayed in Osaka. Everybody tried the capsule hotel because that's sort of like a, a cultural thing you hear about. Yeah. But I stayed at uh, a handful of them while I was there just because cheaper, you know, I wanted to go. I only had a certain amount of time to save up money in order to go on the trip with everybody, and so that was one of the ways I made it affordable. Yeah. But uh, like I said. How much it, is like
0: one night at one of these places?
1: Uh, depending on where you stay, anywhere between like th- cheap is like thirty-five dollars a night to wow. like sixty or seventy. That was one of the nicer ones. That was probably my favorite one. Uh, this one because it's
0: like a little ca- capsule but it has like a TV in it yeah
1: it's got a tv in it and but like what was cool about this one like the common area was like really nice so uh, they had like a massage so chair
0: you, most of the time you'd probably be kind of in the common area or, yeah and then you just kind of go go yeah, there to you, sleep
1: yeah when you yeah because whenever i'm on vacation that's usually what i do anyway i don't hang out at my hotel room i just go there to sleep that's where i sleep and that's where i keep my stuff and a capsule hotel does exactly like that. You just, you just don't have a whole lot of privacy. That's the only thing. And I don't, I didn't really care about the privacy. It worked for me.
0: <clears throat> There's another Pokemon.
1: Oh, that's I think that's like the tag that was attached to oh, okay. my my side up. I can't tell what's. Uh, that's just more Pokemon stuff. So. <laughs> 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 I just kept like a lot of the wrapping from I'm trying to. Stuff. So oh, that's more the, D- Disneyland. That's the Disney Sea, I think. Oh, M- oh okay. Maybe or that might just I might just have two Disneyland's in here. You know, most of this stuff I could not organize yeah, very well on my trip. I just kind of like grabbed them and yeah. I think I just have two Disneyland's. There might be a Disney Sea in there somewhere. I don't know. Let me try and help you here. I'll try Guide me. Some, try and find some stuff that's relevant. We're getting no. Toward, of this is like we we're, we're scraping the bot. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel here.
0: Is there sides. anything like? I mean, oh, I think this is the other Disneyland. Yeah, there it is. That's okay.
1: Tokyo Disneyland right there.
0: Um. Uh, is there anything just? Just. Off the top of your head, like, I think this is it. I think that you're just like, oh, wait, oh, that thing was cool. Like,
1: (sighs) well, um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Like I said, I, well, I went, um, since we only spent like a day in Osaka, that's one of the things I did is I kind of backtracked and I, I went back to Osaka for like a day and I went to the, uh, they have a really nice aquarium there, so that was cool. Saw some fish. They have, like, a whale shark there. That's, like, a really big shark. <laughs> In case you <laughs> don't know what a whale shark is, hence the name. But they have this huge tank, and it's, like, basically, like, the focal point of the entire aquarium. And you kind of, like, do, like, spiral down, and you can always like, catch a glimpse at it from multiple sides as you make your way through the aquarium. But um, that was probably the coolest thing about aquarium and they had some penguins you can actually get pretty close to a penguin and touch it and then they had a tank like a shallow tank where you could touch some uh, stingrays they're like slimy it's gross but um that was really cool the outside of ferris wheel there i rode the ferris wheel. i had video of that but i won't it's not that impressive but um i was gonna go to universal studios while i was in osaka but Um, as I was like in my downtime, I knew I wanted to go to Tokyo Disneyland. I already mentioned that before. And they, it was right in the middle of spring break. And after their spring break, they closed some rides for like renovation. This is what they do. Like after one of their busiest seasons, they just close stuff down for renovation. And, um, there's like two rides at Disneyland that are exclusive to the park that you can't ride anywhere else. Or at least not in a Disneyland. Um, and it was like Pooh's Honey Hunt or something. I think it was <laughs> called Pooh's Honey Hunt. And the other one is the Monsters, Inc. And the Pooh's Honey Hunt was going to close like the day before I was supposed to get there that I had planned to get there. Like for good? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was going to close for renovation. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I actually cut my... Stay at Osaka short by one day. I was gonna to go to Universal Studios, but instead I'm like, I am not going to fly <laughs> so many hours or whatever and not get to ride the Pooh ride, the Winnie the Pooh ride. So, I I like got on the first train the next day because I only had one day left, and I I rode the train straight there to my and I booked a hotel room and I went straight to Disneyland. <laughs> And I, got, and I got a fast pass for the poo ride. <laughs> but, uh, that was kind of, that was like kind of a fun misadventure, miscalculation kind of a thing that I did. Where it's like, I changed my entire itinerary just so that I could ride the poo ride. But, uh, uh what else? <clears throat> I mean, I... I I think we covered it, man. Like I, I talked about just about all of the major highlights of my trip. Cool. It's weird how that worked out. Like we, we covered pretty much everything. Cool. I mean, I have something about Guinness, the Guinness Museum. Whenever I went to Dublin, Ireland, but that's that was that was like last year. Oh, a different trip. <laughs> yeah, it was a different trip. I just, I just put that in there because I didn't know where else to put. It. I was that, gonna ask. That's my diploma. Like I learned how to pour a perfect uh, <laughs> glass of beer. Specifically, Guinness. Like, hey, this is how you pour Guinness if you want a nice head of foam on it, you know, or like the the type, just the right amount of foam on top.
0: Congratulations!
1: Yeah, I I graduated from Guinness University.
0: I guess I was gonna ask, kind of as like a final type, just to like wrap it up. Like, just you went a few months ago. Like, has it, how has it been since you got back? Like. How does it kind of It or... Uh, what Whatever your thoughts been kind of puts some space?
1: It, it definitely puts things in context. Like, um, you know, the phrase, the grass is always greener comes to mind. You know, when I was there, I was in so, so in love with it, you know? Like, I, I thought I loved every minute. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And there was so different... There's so many different things that they have over there that I wish we had here. But they... They feel the same way. Like one of the last days I was there, um, I went. You probably seen this from like the stock, the stock, some stock footage or whatever. But like you know that big famous intersection with all the different crossing crosswalks, where it's mm-hmm. like
0: it's like it, it almost looks like, like, like Times Square, but yeah. Tokyo. I think it's yeah. in Tokyo. Yeah, so.
1: I think that's in. Shibuya. Yeah, it's Shibuya Station, I believe, is where is where that is. And um if you want, because if you just want to people watch and just look at people do the thing whenever the light turns green, you know, and they walk across the intersection, you can just go to the Starbucks and like look out the window and have like, a cup of coffee and watch that happen. And I, I I sure enough that's what I did. I got my coffee and I was waiting to sit down and by the window and then this Japanese man came up to me and I don't know if everybody what he said, for he said and introduced me introduced himself to me, but uh he just he obviously knows as tourists, so we got to talking and I told him about how how much I love the country and how much I love staying there. And he was very interested in of course American culture. So they're mm. just they're just as interested as in us as we are of them. And um I talked about I think I had just gotten Done visiting Disneyland and I told them about like all the different parts that I liked about Disneyland. And I told them actually uh one of my favorite parts about of Disneyland was Frontierland. Like I I think their Frontierland is actually a little bit better than ours, which is weird because that's based upon the American frontier. <laughs> but they <laughs> but they somehow it was to me, whenever I was there, it was somehow a little bit more charming. It's like they knew they knew how to do American Frontier better than we did, but it's weird. Uh, But, like, he really liked that. So, like, he was really proud of, you know, me complimenting different aspects of the country like that. But he, uh, like I said, I think that's sort of how it resonates. It's sort of just like, uh, you know, we aren't all that different, you know. You know, Japanese people, they usually have the the same... (sighs) We, We all suffer from the same human condition or whatever over there you know (laughs) is is it they they have the same um problems that we have you know and they you know they and also like uh just the things that i liked about over there was like I, i feel like they like they're kind of like we we had such a big impact over them about after you know of course we you know, we blew them up or whatever, but then we we had a major part in like rebuilding their country. And so we kind of left our mark on them from a cultural standpoint, but they kind of, I think Ronnie, our friend Ronnie said this a certain way, I think they, like they do Western culture, right? It's like, it's like if they, if we had a second chance of doing like, you know, this idea of America or like capitalism, because like, I think they have a stronger sense of community over there than we do. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, if we had a second go at it, maybe we could sort of recapture reca- what it is that they got going over there. Because everything's, like, super clean. There's a more um, focus on the community as a whole and not so much as the individual. Like, it feels like it it is over here. You know, like, you know, America rewards the individual much more uh, than they do, like... I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this I, is I, I, sense I know
0: to... I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> uh, what I was mentioning earlier about, I mean, I get on YouTube and they have, I've watched those, they're like walking tours. It's just mm. somebody, basically, just somebody has a camera and mm. they're just walking through the town. They walked through the, uh, Shibuya, what is it? Shibuya? Shibuya Station. Yeah. It's it's like you know like a ninety minute video of just somebody, it's like high definition of just walking mm-hmm. slowly through and they've got like good microphones so they're picking up the crowd and it's so like quiet mm-hmm. like I'm listening on earbuds yeah, and I'm just yeah. like it's, it's like, so peaceful if, like if you're in a, so
1: yeah if you're in a public space it's almost like a, the general rule would be to like treat it like a library like if you're on the train for instance you're supposed to behave like as if you were on in a library you know you're not supposed to chit chat that's considered to be rude. I think Aaron actually got a dirty look from one of the locals there (laughs) because, you know, we were excited and some of us were being louder than others and we were just talking about what we wanted to do and what 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 we're seeing and all that stuff. And meanwhile, Aaron, this one guy is like staring daggers into Aaron's, you know, (laughs) you know, you know, giving him like dirty, dirty looks and whatnot.
0: Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I feel like we covered it pretty good. Yeah. It, it sounds, I would like to go sometime. I'm, I'm not as, I would say I'm not as like deep into Japanese culture, but I like, you know, play Nintendo like nonstop yeah. and I'm, you know, like.
1: I mean, um, I don't know if I would recommend doing what we did. I mean, if, it just depends because, uh. It might be better... Like, if I was going to go back... And I'm not even saying this is what you should do... If you ever go for your first trip... I would probably just want to stay... In, like, one to two cities tops. You know? Like, if I was going to go... There... For, like, another two weeks... Or maybe, like... Maybe even a month or something... I probably... I might just hang out in Tokyo... The whole time or something, you know? And just sort of wander around. Uh, Because... We had kind of like a, it wasn't a strict itinerary, but we definitely had things marked out. Like every single day, we were we were there on the trip. Like okay, we want to do this on this day. We're in this city on this day, so this is what to do on this city. What uh, this is here's what you can do in this city, um, and. <clears throat> I won't get into it. I think some people got a little annoyed with that. I think some people wanted to be more free-spirited with their vacation time, which is fine. Um, I think it was kind of in a little in the middle where it's like, you know, it's kind of like going to New York without seeing a Broadway show or something. You know, <laughs> that's, that's sort of how I looked at it. It's like, well, I'm there. This is the thing to do while I'm there. Why wouldn't I do that, you know? It's like I, I couldn't just go into it without doing any research, you know, prior. But. Uh,
0: and if, if you went back, you're saying you'd kind of rather just back, to have, like, a probably, more normal... Like, yeah, that's
1: probably how I would do it if I went back, because I felt like I, I've seen everything I want to see. Maybe I would sort of just get... I would get lost, you know, so to speak, if I ever went back and just sort of...
0: It seems like there'd be a lot... Like I mean, there's all the big... Touristy stuff, but it seems like there would be a lot to just explore and kind mm-hmm. of soak soak up just in the like the details of whatever else is going on. Or yeah. In the, mm-hmm. Just like the the way that it's just different, different than. Yeah, no, it's
1: a kind of thing. And <laughs> that now I, I won't go into it. There are a few things that I didn't cover, but I won't. I won't. I think we're wrapping some things up now, so I won't get into it. But like. Uh, yeah it's it was i had a great time you know wonderful experience um wouldn't trade it for the world cool yeah
0: all right well uh i guess we'll end it there and uh thanks for doing this yeah no problem and uh thanks for listening if you guys stuck around the whole time this was a really enlightening uh episode this is i, I like this one a lot uh anyway, thanks again
1: james i think i just said that but uh thanks for listening right, uh this is where i just hit stop okay bye okay